Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. And joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro's Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing, DR electronics, and we smash them together to make <laughs> inspiration. Yay. Sweet. Let's jump into our lineup of stuff to do. Real quick, let's go through the initiatives. Black Lives Matter. Yes. There's an update. Still have tons of updates at adafruit.com slash Black Lives Matter. Lots of things that have already been going into motion, like uh, banning the uh, uh, chokeholds for police officers and not only Black Lives Matters uh, initiative, we also have the uh, Pride Month going on over at Adafruit. Yep. And you can it. see all of the cool things that is going on right at the banner, front page of Adafruit. We also have the Immigrant uh, Celebration Month going on. So lots of actionable items that you can take parts in uh, and continue to get the word out and actually uh, go out and vote. Make sure that your politicians and your local governments are all hearing your voices. So all of that is still there being updated every day by all the team members in Adafruit. So please check all that out. Continue to make those monthly donations. I think we set it up as a uh, monthly for a lot of these places. So continue to get the word out. Upcoming event. Yeah, June so 19th. June 19th, Juneteenth, uh, Adafruit is uh, making it as a holiday and a lot of uh, companies are joining in as well. And uh, yeah, not just that, but a lot of uh, holidays that should be paid, like going out to vote. Election uh, Day. Uh, has been pioneering that. You can check out all the uh, holidays that Adafruit gives a good way to give suggestions to your companies, right. uh, even just to get it in their this ear, you know, good. asking what it would take to get that added as a holiday. Yeah, totally. Also, paid time off for charity, 501c3 yeah. stuff. Excellent. Let's check into the live broadcast chat room in Discord. We're hanging out with everybody. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Give some shout outs in just a second as we get all our tabs in order. Okay. Saying good morning to everybody in the Discord. We got Mr. Certainly Bruce hanging out. We got Blitz City DIY, Liz, Liz Clark hanging out, Mattable, Andy Calloway. And over on the YouTube chat, we have uh, Bradley Holloway, Express Shinbuya, Bradley Holloway, and hanging out in the Facebook chat as well. And Twitch. We're on Twitch, I think. Indeed. The only live, the only stream we weren't able to do this morning was LinkedIn. Sorry, guys. There. <laughs> yeah, the API expired. Cool. All right. Well, let's run through the kind of usual housekeeping stuff. Yeah, we job sports back. Job sports are back. But there's new posts, so check mm -hmm. them out if you are looking for a new gig or getting some extra gigs. Um, check out all the new listings that have been published. I think we have two. We're looking at electronics technician, technical marketing director in the Brooklyn, New York area and in uh, somewhere here. Excellent, so check that out. If you haven't made your profile, it's free to do so. And if you're uh, an employer, you can uh, create a, a, uh, a job as well in a company profile. Free to do so, so check that out. All right, CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. This Monday, it happened. All the folks, a great way to get the core devs together, talk about what they're talking about, <laughs> what they're working on, and to hear from the community uh, what they are working on as well. So check that out. It gets posted as a podcast and all the different podcast services. And it's also um, streamed live on Discord every Monday at 2 p.m. 
the daily newsletters happen daily. AdafruitDaily.com, that's where you want to uh, check out to subscribe to all the different categories, um, such as Maker Business, Python on hardware, 3D printing, and even maker business and biohacking. The once a week new, new, new newsletter has all the new products that happen every week. You can check that out by going to adafruit.com slash newsletter. We're hanging out in the Discord server. Um, it's a great place to hang out. We just reached a milestone of many thousands of people, and we thank you for joining us in the Discord chat room. What is it now? 26,000, 27,000? Continue to climb and grow because it is the best uh, place to take your uh, granddaughter <laughs> uh, to to find out uh, all of the lovely things that are being worked on, not just the reprinting, but all of the maker skill categories are all listed there on the left uh, side panel. You can sc forever scrolling on all the mm -hmm. different ones. 21,000. 21,000. I said, what, 27,000? No. <laughs> that one sometimes looks like a seven. I'm just saying. Typography. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you, Mrs. Certainly, for the uh, clarification. Another thing we want to point out, too, is Adafruit is opening back up safely. So Yeah, a this lot is pre-COVID. This isn't us now. We're, we're still following protocol, social distancing, six feet apart, wearing masks, wearing PPE. Um, yeah, but we're slowly ramping up all mm -hmm. the uh, the orders and stuff. So you can order right now. We are open. Please do so. Yep. In the midst of training all of the lovely folks that were out during the pandemic, train them to get back on track and get all these orders out since there are such a large back order of them or backlogged order of them. So all of those are going out. Uh, if you don't see any of them that are out of stock, you can still get some of those at DigiKey. That's right. Digi a lot of them are all back in stock and shipping. That's right. Fairly quickly. We really uh, appreciate DigiKey. We got our own little storefront there, and we still have uh, buy buttons that are uh, available. Like, for example, our uh, this week's project. Uh, I got a preview. I'm trying to go fast here. Here we go. This one's out of stock. Let's see if DigiKey has it. There's the DigiKey button. Click on that. And we can see if we have it in stock or not. I think it's on back order. But, yeah. Add to cart. I think it's on back order. Nice yes. little segue. Let's go ahead and sure. jump into what this week's <laughs> project is. Right. All right. So uh, let's just jump into like the thing of it. Here it is. This is the this week's Yay. project. Complete. Yeah. So this is originally coded by the super awesome Jeff Epler who made this really cool slot machine style animation to show off the protomatter uh, port that he did for right. CircuitPython. Let me do a clarification. Protomatter is the Arduino library. Um, Jeff and, and Painter Dragon, uh, Phil B, worked on it to make it so that a lot of the code base is CircuitPython as well. So the CircuitPython library is called the RGB matrix library. It is now a part of the core CircuitPython 5.3 RC. So if you uh, have a CircuitPython project, please we encourage you to check out the latest, so update your, your board. It's really easy to do so. Download the, uh, the UF2 file and get your board updated. So you can check out the RGB matrix library. There it is. Okay, so uh, it now has the, uh, the button right here, so we can actuate and trigger. We have our, our little handle here with an addition of a little, of a little uh, kind of ball dome to kind of make it look more like a, your traditional style uh, slot Pull machine. Lever. Yeah, it's still got that nice spring back effect, and we can actuate it like that. 
and one we of the had best some editions. last minute feature creep request by Lady Ada herself. <laughs> Would you call it feature creep? So yeah. in the back here, let's go ahead. There was and take a lot a look more the features back. that we wanted to add to this, but this one was able to uh, make it in last minute, eleventh hour, thanks to Jeff. Uh, awesome work with MP3 and audio. MP3 playback, big mm -hmm. deal here, folks. We can play MP3 files. It's it's now open source, so we have a little amplifier and a jumbo speaker here. I have it muted, so I'm using a little screwdriver here to uh, turn it up. It is so loud. <laughs> it can be even louder, I just don't want to distort it. But yeah, so we have our little PAM 8302 amplifier there, and it's just wired into this uh, 40 millimeter um, speaker, which is uh, three watts. So we're you know running the M4. Turn it down a little bit, yeah, <laughs> so you don't have to scream. Anyway, just so you know that it is pretty loud. It gets even louder. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have it kind of low there. But yeah, this little bracket here uh, just snap fits all the pieces, or at least the amp and the speaker. And then we uh, re reworked the wire, the power cable. It comes pretty bulky, so we just spliced it so it's a little bit shorter. Uh, so it is running the M4, the Feather M4 Express, and below that is the, uh, the RGB Matrix Featherwing, which makes it really easy to plug into uh, these little sockets here. Um, these are chainable, so you can have more of them, but we're just using this, uh, this one here. This is 32 by 64, um, and we're powering it off of the 2.1 millimeter power jack. It has like a 5 volt, um, I think 4 amps, so that it, it provides enough power. And then there's some screw block terminals in the back there that's soldered onto the, uh, the, the feather wing, um, as, as well as this guy here, the, uh, the 2.1 barrel jack. All that is included with the feather wing, so you don't have to go get any extra headers that comes with it. Um, yeah, so that's a quick rundown of uh, the components in the back there. Um, our, our feet are 3D printed. Um, this bracket is 3D printed. Um, and what we originally had was we had a nice frame that has like the ability to slot in. So we had this frame here coming in the front there. And then we have this slot here so that we can slide this piece of acrylic. This is that black LED acrylic that's specially designed for diffusing LEDs. Which um, we're still looking to get in stock, so definitely keep a lookout on that. Right. So we're going to use the frame, but then John Park posted a really good idea of using just a couple of these corner brackets to actually hold the, LED, uh, the acrylic in place. Right. So we uh, wanted to make it so that folks can print these brackets, because this one requires quite of a big bed. Um, this is about 280 or 260, mm -hmm. I think, uh, on the on the X, and then like 170 on the Y. So you kind of need a big uh, bed to print this. So having these brackets is a great way to reduce the print bed, and uh, it's more modular, I think, maybe. So uh, yeah, they actually uh, have little tabs here, and um, you kind of stack the foot tab over this corner bracket tab, and then use a little bit of a longer screw here. These are M3 screws, um, and uh, the holes have uh, heat set inserts in there so that they're already threaded, so that's really nice. Um, so yeah, that is kind of like the late, literally we had <laughs> the print finished this morning. We had to create an extra bracket here uh, to connect both of the, uh, to connect both of these um, corner brackets and to have some mounting holes to attach our spring-loaded handle, which we'll talk more about in a second. So, um, yeah, all these little pieces come together to form that. Excellent. 
And just a note about the uh, actual acrylic. Now, if uh, you look here, you can kind of see that there is some distance between the LEDs themselves and the acrylic piece. There you go, that's a better look at it. It's about a millimeter and a half of distance. And we figured that makes, that, that makes it look a little bit soft, but we think it looks a lot better when it comes to stepping back and seeing it as a whole. So if you, start, if you tend to squish this forward, you can see um, the difference there. Um, you can really see uh, the segmentation a lot better if it's close up. So that's why we figured we'd have it a little bit offset. Just to give it that little bit smoothness and it kind of, I don't want to say the word blur, but it kind of blurs it together. It merges them and unifies it a little bit better than having it so segmented like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the way you like it. It is a customizable design. It kind of depends, but. Definitely depends on the type of graphics you're using. So if you, you're doing just text, uh, it's not going to appear that uh, you know that bad, but as soon as you start adding uh, like gradients and like character, you know, with shadows and things like that, you are definitely going to uh, not be able to see it as good. And because it is on the camera, it does look different in real life. So right. it definitely looks a lot more harsh and bright, and you're not able to decipher what the graphics are without having some sort of diffusion right on top of it. Yeah. So you were saying before the print and play spring loaded um, bracket here designed by uh, Sunshine. Uh, make sure I get that right. Yeah, Turbo Sunshine on Thingiverse uh, made a really cool uh, spring loaded box that has this opening up the box when you uh, release the lever on there. It was an excellent design. So I went ahead and recreated it inside of Fusion. And if you want to go ahead and quickly take a look at that after we load up the... Yeah, what's the link please? Is the it, link is a slash turbo underscore yeah. sunshine. sunshine. Okay, you cool. can take a look at the just to take awesome a look at the little spring-loaded box there that we based the design off of. There we go. So this is a open, an available design that you can. Yeah, one play of the with. things uh, that caught my eye was that he uh, has a little tolerance test. He broke out the actual spring piece and was able to trace that inside of Fusion. And it's this little guy here. So all it's doing is uh, going down to actuate the little uh, button, the little, what is it, the six millimeter? Yeah, six millimeter six slim little, button. Yeah, and it just pushes on there to activate the, or actuate the uh, trigger, the animations that are on the um, right. display there. Okay, let's jump into Fusion, take a look at it. So all of these files are available on the Learn Guide. I think I posted it in the uh, socials as well. So you can edit these to your liking. If you need like to support a bigger um, weight, you can adjust the coils on the spiral. Yeah. So if you look into Good. the timeline, that's pretty much just looking okay, at just, just going on to the um, to the what is it called the, the feature. Just yeah, it's, that. A, it's a, a spiral type of the. I think it's the thread, right? Yeah. So or the you, coil. That's the right. Coil. The coil um, feature in Fusion. Yeah, so you're able to adjust how many coils on there, the thickness of it, how many revolutions and the thickness on it. If you go over to the edit feature options on there, you can like adjust the revolution. So if you need it to be a little bit more, uh, uh, like if you need to have more spring action, like the, depending on like if you're using it at a different weight, you can have that curl about, curl around even more or less, you can adjust the pitch of that, and you can even have the sections be different shapes. So on here, it's a square, you can have it be like a triangle uh, or a circular. Yeah, circular, triangular. Yeah, this is a great feature. I'm glad you used it. It's uh, really nice. 
So check that out. Nicely editable there, so you can adjust it for any different sort of applications that need uh, spring-loaded, uh, print-in-place spring-loaded. A little actuator there, and I've seen these popping up a couple of uh, different, in a couple of different designs, and uh, definitely was intrigued when he used it in such a creative way to open up a box. Right. And another note, uh, interesting, neat, interesting method to create these spur gears. There's actually a uh, generator. Is that right? For the spurs, yeah. It's actually, I think it's like a Python script that is yeah. built into uh, Fusion 360. So when you hit the S key on there, it'll bring up the little shortcuts. And you can just type in spur and it'll show up. No, it's... Oh, it's in the add-ons. Okay, right. So it's so scripts and add-ons. Scripts and add-ons. And then I right barely there, use this. Yeah, it's one of these guys here. Which one? I think I used the yeah the Python one. Okay. I think they're the exact. So I create same run thing. or create. You or create, run? and it'll show up the. Oh, options. and then you get this, and you can. Oh, actually, no. I'm sorry. It is probably edit. See, no. I think it's run. Sorry. <laughs> All right. We've only done it once, so bear with us, folks. No, I did it so many times. Because uh, one of the drawbacks is, is, is that, yeah, it does not save all of your oh, settings. So you are going to have to keep track of what, um, <laughs> you know, the number of teeth that you use, the backlash, the, you know, the fillets for the root, uh, the gear thickness, all of that. I need to get familiar with this because I don't yeah. know. It has a nice little diagram there to it, show it you does. what each uh, description of each little thing right. is. Yeah. Or the feature of I'm the pretty new to gears too, folks. Sorry. Pressure angle. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so there's lots of uh, number of teeth. Lots of tinkering to do I there if you're bored and have some time to play with the. You're bored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In any manner, you have that and this whole assembly too. So if you want, if so you those... have a different matrix, because there are different matrixes. Definitely go um, for the this... corner bracket right. design and uh, rework the. The um, the mounting holes here because they will, they are different. Every one of them is different. Oh, fragmentation. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing. All right, we done infusion or <laughs> I don't know what. I'm so everything is driven by sketches. So if you need to adjust the diameter of the circle, you can edit that yeah. to have it be a little bit bigger. I think this is what the limit size in terms of three D printing. Uh, the smallest you could go because I had to use the Ultimakers to print these out. The Cruelties for whatever reason, if you guys are able to print these, please send me the profiles for this because I could, I wasted so much time trying to get the cruelty printers to get this uh, to go. Uh, Liz had uh, excellent results using the Prusa. Yep. So it, I've noticed that the Prusa Ultimakers have the uh, exact same tolerances in terms of um, dimensional accuracy that they're able to produce. So this should be fine on the Prusas, uh, but for the cruelties, um, for whatever reason, I kept having like stupid things break off like the way that this um this gear is hooked up to this it would it like under extruded no matter how mm. slow and messing with the extrusion uh, multiplier that uh, i mess with yeah i was ugh, i lost so much time on trying to get those to work mm. since i've noticed that a uh, majority of people do have the cruelties but if you are uh uh, set up with the uh, Ultimaker or a Prusa, you should be fine to print these uh, with no uh, horizontal expansion uh, messing around. Uh, none of that. Uh, you should be able to print it. 
Now there might be some settings. code updates. Um, we might be able to get uh, a trigger sound effect to play because uh, that is one of the awesome features of the MP3, MP3 library mixing. is to have mixing two things at once. JP's working on Lucio Blaster 2020 yeah. edition, and that will have that. Highlight that. It's playing background MP3s, and it has foreground elements that are triggered, um, which is really sweet. So, uh, this again, this was a last-minute sort of addition. Lamar saying, "Hey, can we actually play MP3s while the RGB matrix is running?" The answer is yes. At least with the M4, you can. So cool. Do you want to jump into Discord and? Catch any comments? No, anything? I'm just like gonna, laughing at uh, some of the commentary there. Andy Calloway saying that it reminds him of the mosquito repellent. Oh, yeah. Little look. centronella, little burners. I remember those. <laughs> yeah, those are neat. And then uh, Bruce saying that it would make a neat little catapult. Yeah, it would, huh? Oh, that's funny. Huh. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it definitely works as a catapult. Still... And then an interesting thing, too, that you're able to do um, is adjust where this is so you can give it a lot more right isn't that interesting power yeah. show that again um, oh so you can so you pop the you can pop this guy off and right. adjust where the teeth are on this so you right can pull it all the way back and have even more spring all right so it springs not only on the i guess this axis but also like depth wise you can pop it out yeah so if you wanted to be less springy you adjust it more down and it has less of a uh, spring action yeah. Definitely want that uh, that loose tolerances so that uh, nothing fuses and you have the ability to, you know, realign the teeth, so yeah. to say, which mm -hmm. is pretty neat. Yeah, one of the things I did not copy that I don't have the original one here. He had some actually uh, some grooves on each mm, tooth yes. that helped to keep it aligned, yes. so this one does have a tendency. Uh, I mean, it shouldn't. It's be It's got too... some slop, guys. You yeah, can see a little bit here. of slop. You can see there. It's not that bad. Yeah. That's just. And from I guess a note from grooves. this: this is just two halves. Oh yeah, there you go. They just pop. I didn't even glue them. They're just two halves. They come in like that. They have a nice tolerance. Don't fall out. So why need glue if you have tight tolerances? Nice. You could print it in whatever color that uh, that you like. These are just the colors that happen to be loaded, but they work out pretty well. I like the uh, kind of look of the pink mixed with gold. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the learn guide. This is still okay. in moderation. Jeff is adding final touches to the code walkthrough, but we can go ahead and take a sneak peek yeah. at what it is. Sure. I want to uh, walk through the circuit diagram really quick. Um, to So the RGB Featherwing has a nice set of pins that you can use to, uh, to, to wire in a separate component, like our amplifier here. We're just uh, wiring in three different connections. You got voltage and ground. And then uh, A plus is going into any of the analog pins. In this, in this case, it's A1. Uh, but you can adjust that in the code. Uh, we recommend using these pins because the RGB matrix uses quite a bit of pins. So we have them listed here. The other thing is the button. Sorry, the, <laughs> the amp is wired to A0. Mm, and A1 is the button. So there you go. That's really it here. You got a speaker, amp, and the button. And uh, thankfully, we have extra pins, extra broken out pins um, in most feather wings. So this one uh, has enough pins for everything. So that's really nice. For powering, um, you can, of course, have it plugged into USB, but you're going to get some glitches. So you really want a 5 volt, 4 amp wall adapter. We recommend this one here. There you go. OK, uh, for 3D printing, um, we 
have this one specifically for this matrix. That's the PID 2778. That's the four millimeter pitch RGB matrix. Um, let's see if I have it open here. Maybe not, that's okay. And then uh, just this walks you through, um, you know, fitting the ball onto the handle, talking about the handle. And then um, for the frame, this guy over here, this one does need support material because of this slot here. So we figured we'd share the uh, settings for the support material. So this is all done in Cura. And there's a screenshot that shows you all of it, but we also broke it down here. Uh, so we go over the support placement, overhang angle, the pattern, the density. Do you want a brim? No. What's your Z distance? That's that. And do you want a uh, support interface? No, you don't. So these are the, our recommended settings um, that worked for our particular machine and our version of Cura. And one of the key highlights here for the support material overhang is having it be at 80 degrees so it doesn't put support materials all on the inside of where it slots into uh, just where the opening to the slot is. So you don't have to have like support blockers all over your model. It'll only do it at the uh, 80 degree angle yeah, this part guy right here. there. This is really where you want that support material. And a pretty low infill density of 4%, 10 being too much, that's the default. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one doesn't need supports for reasons because yeah, it's pretty pretty large um, overhang there. But uh, it works well for us sliding in. Mm -hmm. It stays in this groove here. Yeah, so one of the main reasons uh, that I had the whole frame on there because I wanted to make it completely themed to the slot mm -hmm. machine if time allotted, which it did not. <laughs> I wanted mm -hmm. to have like the half uh, circle, mm -hmm. little type. A marquee, uh, a marquee would be so going yeah, in there. An extra NeoPixel strip lighting up or something. Yeah, one of the reoccurring themes that I kept seeing for slot machines is the little, um, uh, what is it called, that light on, on top of your mm -hmm. traffic light, I think it is. And just like, you know, spinning siren light or something. Yeah, yeah, that has different colors when you have a all three of the emojis matching, which this entire time we've been working on the project, we have not had once had a, uh, what is it called? the the yeah, I've never won, ever. <laughs> yeah, so that was the whole reasoning behind having a frame uh, construction of that to add those additional components that uh, would make it themed a little bit more to one of those classic uh, slot machines. Uh, but you could definitely add that to the bracket. It would just be you know some sort of way to attach it to uh, these parts here if you want to indeed continue theming it that way. You know what is I just realized is that there's no way to win this because the sprite sheet doesn't have any repeating um, emojis. Uh, They're all different. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. We'll take a look at the, at the software way that page the, in the next. Yeah, how the BMPs yeah. are laid out. Yeah. So uh, this page will just walk you through updating your, your Feather M4 Express with the latest version of CircuitPython. You do need the latest version of CircuitPython. At the time of this recording, it's 5.3. Did the dog just walk in like yep. on his own? That's mm -hmm. awesome. Hi, Roof. Our, our puppy literally just opened the door and uh, walked in here. <laughs> Don't get sidetracked. <laughs> I have to. I have to get sidetracked. There he is. Rufio. What's Say going hi. Bow. Hello. Bow. Is it time for your walkies yet? Don't. <laughs> not yet? Okay. Sorry. I just had to. He's there. Why not? He's a good dog. He's a good boy. Such a good boy. Right, for some people asking where we got the gold filament, I posted that in the chat so you can check out 
the sure? silky gold filament that was used for this. Where did you get your Saluki? <laughs> <laughs> We're all fine, Salukis are sold. <laughs> um, back over to the learn guide, we have uh, a nice page that walks you through installing the latest version of CircuitPython on your lovely Feather M4 Express. All right. The CircuitPython Libraries page just walks you through all the required libraries. For this particular one, we're using display text, the bitmap font, and the image load libraries. We do have uh, the image assets and the sound itself. You got the emoji bitmap, which is an 8-bit bitmap that has um, you know, a nice assortment of color palettes and stuff. Um, with some gamma corrections and things. Yeah, I think he might note it in his original guide all of the um, adjustments that you have to do to have the most optimal uh, display mm -hmm. on the matrix. Right, and then we have our little MP3. This is something I put together in GarageBand just to avoid any royal licensing fees or something like that. So it's just something I put together in GarageBand. Uh, but I will offer it as well as the MP3 for the background. But that's what it looks like. That's what your drive should look like. Just those two asset files in uh, your three libraries. Cool, and we're getting the code in there. All right. Um, real quick, just uh, you can set up a feather and a feather wing in many different ways. So the way we're doing it is we have the male header pins are going on the bottom of the feather M4, and then the female headers are going on the top of our matrix feather wing. Again, it comes with all of the connectors and headers, which is great. Um, so the uh, the two by ten socket header gets a uh, soldered onto the bottom of the PCB. And then on the top of the PCB is where the power connectors go, the screw block terminal, and the 2.1 barrel jack. So that's what the uh, female headers look like there. And uh, one of the tips that I like to do is when I'm installing female headers, it can be a little bit clunky. So what I like to do is I like to use another feather that has male headers, and that way um, the female headers can just get press fitted into there, and then you have a pretty nice sturdy assembly to where you can solder to keeps it nice and flush when you're soldering. Okay, just a quick polarity check here. Um, there are some notches that you can line up here um, to ensure that the polarity is in the correct orientation when you're plugging in that uh, matrix feather wing into the back, of the, uh, in the back of the matrix. That's what it looks like there. So we're just walking through that. When it comes to wiring, um, the power cable is pretty chunky. It, it's uh, built for daisy chaining. Um, we're not doing that in this project, so we reduced it and cut it, trimmed it down to just these guys here. I got some wire lengths here for you. I splice them together and uh, make sure you use heat, heat shrink tubing before you actually solder them because you do want to insulate those exposed wires. When it comes to the amp, uh, I thought it'd be good practice to use a, a JST connector. That way I can quickly disconnect the speaker if I need to. You don't need to do that, but uh, I did that in this project. I like to use my JST connectors. The button's fairly easy to wire up. It needs a, a fairly lengthy cable. Uh, that way um, you can uh, route it and, and hook it into the, uh, the spring-loaded arm. Here shows all the wired connections on the, basically all of the wired things are wired to the matrix feather wing as opposed to the feather itself because you have all those extra pins. So, kind of makes it modular because now you can take off the feather wing if you need to use it in a different project and nothing soldered to it other than the headers, of course. Yeah, I remember somebody asked the question why uh, Lamar made the boards with extra uh, header pins on the sides. This Thank is a prime reason <laughs> Absolutely, why. It's yeah. an example 
of having to be able to break out those pins and then more uh, when you need those. You said it, cool. So there we go. And for the assembly, this walks through connecting the power cable, uh, snap fitting the, uh, the, uh, the amplifier to our little speaker mount. The speaker itself, it just press fits into this little circle thing here. Um, interesting with the acoustics on this speaker, um, I was getting a lot of like vibrations which caused a bit of distortion. So I figured the best orientation to mount this speaker is actually securing the, uh, the, the magnet as opposed to the, the speaker cone. So that ended up working pretty well there. That's always a bit of a uh, trial and error trying to mm -hmm. lay out the speaker mount to see what makes it uh, nice and uh, vibrant noise. We're getting some nice bass coming out of it in this orientation. Yeah. You could definitely create like a box that would definitely amplify the, the, mm -hmm. the bass, but uh, didn't have, didn't need it for this one. Um, the frame has to be oriented in the right way, so this just walks you through what's the right orientation. Um, then you just install the acrylic by sliding it through that slot. Um, then we're walking here through installing the feet. There is a left and a right foot, so you have to make sure that those are the right um, order. And uh, you can reuse the thumb screws that feature these little magnets, these little magnet discs that are glued onto the back of the thumb screws. Those are nice. And then, uh, uh, one note about those sure. thumb screws, they mm -hmm. actually have magnets in them so you can attach mm -hmm. them to metal objects. A, a nice little fridge display would be a cool idea to yeah. adapt this into. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, whose turn is it to wash the dishes today? <laughs> <laughs> Me again? Oh, oh, this thing is rigged, says Andy Calloway. <laughs> it is rigged. It's literally rigged so you can't win because <laughs> my bitmap doesn't have any repeating. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that, huh? <laughs> um, so yeah, you need just two screws. They're all M3 um, threaded mounting holes, so you can just use M3 screws. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, just use two of them to secure the bracket for the speaker and the amp. And then you can plug in that JST connector if you so did use that. And then you plug it into the, uh, this guy here. This is the power um, header. I forget the name of it, yeah. Yeah, it's just the power header. I don't know, receptacle or something. Um, wiring management, I tend to have my wires behind the mount for the speaker. Uh, that way it kind of keeps it back in there so they're not like over it. They're under the components as opposed to over it, so that, that works out well. Um, you want to make sure that the holes are lined up here on the side of the frame. They, uh, there's just two mounting holes that uh, secure the, uh, the spring-loaded arm. And there's the handle. You want to make sure that uh, you know, it actuates nicely and has a good kickback, spring-back when you're uh, actuating it. And then the, the button has perfect tolerances to fit into this little cavity here that you can just press it in there um, and it just holds it in place. It doesn't fall out because it just has nice tolerances. You could also take the, uh, the, the actual legs, the terminals, the leads. You can just kind of push them down to hug and tighten that, uh, that area here, uh, this area here. You can just kind of pinch those legs so that it stays there. But uh, yeah, you could, I guess, glue it too if it's too loose for you. But I think that works well. Yeah. Another thing I'd probably add are some rubber pads here or maybe some feet, the rubber feet onto the bottom of here because it is sliding a little bit all over mm -hmm. the place. Maybe you want that, maybe you don't, I don't know. And one of the things I've seen in some other projects you're working on is uh, sandpaper actually. I think like the, the mm -hmm. what's it, 300 grit sandpaper. Uh, does excellent as little grips and you can easily you know just trace that around or vinyl cut it the shape and then uh, attach those on there to have 
uh, really grippy feet. Cool. Should I open up the bitmap? Yeah, let's go ahead and check out the way that the graphics for this is built. Okay. Answer any questions while I uh, fire up Photoshop. Uh, shout outs to Sunshine in the chat. Hey, room. Sunshine. Loved your thoughts on, uh, thank you for sharing um, your spring loaded box. It was heavily inspired um, by this project. And then Let's shout outs to up. Brandon McDevin in the YouTube chat. And then some more funny commentary on the Discord. <laughs> Let me check that out. Let's see. So all of these can be built in any of your favorite uh, graphic programs. We're just using Photoshop here. And they are converted into BMPs uh, using palette, the, the color options for it, or the color space for it, with some minor adjustments in the gamma to get these oh, to right, show right. correctly. And just pull these up here, the original um, files for this. These are using the Adafruit emojis. I don't know if these are posted anywhere in terms of like the whole character set for all of these, but I can use this as a character sheet, I guess. Uh, once the guide is live, we got an assortment of our lovely favorite characters here. We got Ruby, Gus, Billy, uh, Blinka, Mo, uh, Minerva, Minerva, Adabot, Cricket, Boomy, Raspberry Pi, MateCode, Open Source, Hackaday, Arduino, Moo, uh, GitHub, Cappy, Connie. Did I miss anybody? No, I think you got them all. Yeah, it's a little tough to uh, to rework these, but hey, pixel pixel artwork is is actually tougher, I think. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and a quick um, question here from Sven uh, Andreas on the YouTube chat is noticing the flickering on the display. Mm. No, that's just the refresh rate from the camera. In uh, real life, you don't see any of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's always, a, able to it's always a challenge when you're recording these for the project video, like having your shutter speed adjusted. I think if we just bring up the exposure on that, you can kind of see kinda what it goes pulsing, out. yeah. There you, you can, can really, really see it, it there. there. <laughs> so it's definitely the uh, shutter speed and the exposure of the camera. Uh, you don't see this in real life. It's uh, too fast for our eyes to see the refresh rate mm -hmm. on that. But yeah, that's always a common, a good like, point. oh man, does yeah. it, is, is that in real life? Right. Yeah, it's hard to. And also, it looks different too in terms of the uh, the way that the uh, what you call it the 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 diffusion. Uh, sure, so yeah. without this, it looks uh, on camera. It looks like it's already diffused, but in real life, it looks uh, super bright and harsh, and you can't really tell what the uh, the graphics are. Yeah, I'm just futzing with every sort of thing now. I know, color temperature, so white balance. <laughs> it's all like. I know it's really the, hard the web to get camera. an accurate color <laughs> representation of this. So. And then Sunshine is saying, what do you get if you win? Nothing because it is rigged. Not it is rigged the way that we win. made the, the graphics without us thinking about it. There's yeah. no way to get all of them I don't think there up. is, yeah. <laughs> but there is because you can get these guys, right? Yeah. How come that works? You'd have to change the rules. <laughs> I'm super confused how this is working. <laughs> I'm so anyway, if you, the code if you jump into the way that the graphics are made. Mm -hmm. Let me jump back to the screen here. for that. Yep. And here is our lovely uh, character sheet of all of the yeah. mascots for all of the different um, categories on Adafruit. Right. I think in the uh, actual Photoshop file, I uh, had to use guidelines so that I can quickly Let's figure out what are your yeah what yeah. are your kind of um, your coordinates supposed to be like. So they're twenty four by tw twenty by twenty four is like the the, the sort of tile. Yeah, the tile here. 
for a group. So. Cheating the system 21 is saying try a one, uh, one, one fortieth uh, shutter speed or one thirtieth. I think that I believe that's what we actually used on the um, on the camera the, camera on the yeah. camera the on Black the Magic camera for recording on the webcam. Yeah, there's I, no way yeah, to do. I don't see the uh, preferences for telling the shutter speed for that. But yeah, you are correct. It is mm -hmm. like thirty forty uh, for the shutter speed if you are making uh, some project videos that include uh, displays. Do you want to hear the song? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just have it. You're not sick of it yet? I tried no, to it's a nice little repeat. Right, I tried to pick something that isn't too... Of course, it's repetitive. It's a loop. Like a 20-second loop, but... And then on the Facebook chat, uh, questions about the exact model of Matrix that we're using yeah. for uh, Amar. Let's pull so it up. Putting the... 277... Seven, wait, 2278. Yep. I am giving him the link. Uh, trying to tag him in it. There we are. And those, I believe, are in stock, I believe? No. Oh. And I have the wrong one. 2278. They are not in stock. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're they're different. Yeah, we, millimeter pitch is yeah, kind of like the indicator of which one it is, because we do have several 64 by 32 mm -hmm. versions. One that's a five mil, I think there's even a six millimeter. I think the code pitch. runs on all of them. You just have to adjust what the, the display size for it is. Uh, we just got the five millimeter pitch one, was it a little bit more bigger, so we'll be trying that one out with the, uh, the corner mounts, see right. if that works. Yeah, that's right, we did get the bigger one, which, uh, where would I find that? I think it's 779, maybe? Yeah, I think it's this one, the five millimeter pitch. A little bit more expensive. Yeah, this is the other one. You see that it has a different set of mounting holes. Yep. All right, sorry for that sidetrack. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the graphics. Yeah, I think we're done with the graphics. I don't know what else to talk about oh. on the graphics end. Yeah, those will be posted on the Learn Guide, yeah. so you guys can adjust those. And he was asking, what are they saying about the characters? Yes, that is a the Moo uh, logo. Mm -hmm. Try to do GitHub cat face. It's a little bit tough to do that one. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Um, I think for that's the it learn for the guide. project. I think so. Yeah, we pretty much wrapped up the learn guide assembly piece. Yeah, like we mentioned it. before, the main guide that Jeff Epler worked on for you know the way that the code works and the uh, different ways to hook these up with a bunch of the different matrices can be found at a uh, link there. I'll post that. That one is live. The one for the actual slot machine. He's still doing the code walkthrough that'll be available later today or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's got a couple things on this plate. There's just some cool uh, examples too. If you want to do like two line, the uh, two. If you just want to scroll some text with like yeah. a nice rainbow um, a color, you can do that as well. Conway's Game of Life is a great example yeah. as well. You can play that YouTube video later, but yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some cool different uh, example code for CircuitPython and the new RGB matrix library. Yes, <laughs> uh, Bruce is saying that uh, the brackets stands for these uh, displays is something he wants to tinker with, along with the gears uh, for turning. Yeah, definitely check out the Fusion file. 
and you can check out in the, uh, we showed in the timeline earlier where all the adjustments for that is there's a ton of different tweaks you can do like you were saying before to make it more springy or less springy yeah and uh you can size these up yep and change the distance if you want a more tighter diffusion mm -hmm. um you can change the uh the brackets there yeah cool and then uh bum invade uh invade Innovations is saying that he got four of these panels for a project. Uh, this, these examples will help a lot. Definitely check out, I think, uh, Melissa. Uh, Maker Melissa is working on a guide too where she's chaining a bunch of the matrix displays together. Yeah. Make a video wall. Make Ooh. a video wall. So Big definitely wall. check that out too or keep an eye out on the learn guide. It should be live sometime this week or next week. She's uh, been doing a lot of, uh, she's making her own design too for mm -hmm. joining those together. So that should be super awesome. And then let's see some more comments on a little bit off topic, but the Pi Portal Titano, uh, 3D printed enclosure for that. I think he did you make one for the Titano yet? Yeah, I did. It's a uh, let's see here. I think it was called like retro cases. I made mm. one for every Pi Portal. Pi Portal. Still gotta do a retro. project for that. There are yeah, three different is... sizes of it. Yeah, one for the Titano, one ah. for the uh, yeah, here they are. Here's the photo of all three of them. Let me get the Lovely. link for you. I mean, that. if you like this big case, right? I think it looks cool. There's a lot of room in there for extra components, maybe a speaker or uh, more sensors and things. Snap fits, uh, but also has some mounting bits for screws. And of course, the CAD files that you're going to need to sure, uh, do right. any adjustments yeah. for that. They're yeah. all linked there as well. This was a question by uh, Brent S. I just sent you the link on that on the YouTube chat. We got some broken images here. What happened? Well, looks like staging got messed up. It's there. It's just not there. There we go. Now it's there. Bizarro. Huh. Okay. Good question. Yes. Pipe portal. And then request on a layer by layer on the spring mechanism. Yeah. Uh, pay Pavan was asking. Now uh, we talked about a little bit in the beginning of the show. If you want to rewind, mm -hmm. we show all the parameters that are adjustable for that. It's using the uh, spring and the or the spiral tool mm -hmm. and the gear uh, spur gear creator plugin yeah. plug inside of Fusion 360. <laughs> Yanni is requesting a video wall for three Hangouts background. That that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Definitely inspired huh. by Katni's video wall. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So our own giant matrix would be mm -hmm. definitely cool. Yeah, right, I think cool. I think we'll work on that yeah. in the coming months. Good. That's a good idea. Good recommendation. Yep, yep. All, All right. right. Well, we're gonna do community makes next. Yeah. Uh, we usually do the uh, uh, live sh uh, three hangouts show and tell, but we ran a little bit over with uh, the in depth and complexity. Yeah, we'll bring of this it back project. though, and then coming yeah. weeks we'll bring it back. Just. Uh, Kitchen up and yeah, we getting got like everything 10 minutes out. left. Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's community make this awesome Rogue One okay. Stormtrooper or Death Trooper helmet. This was quite a print. It took about 80 hours to print all of the um, parts. That. I did have to slice up the top there so it would print a little bit more easier without too much fail. As you see there, there was a little bit of support material that came off, but it was okay. It does look a little rough, but 
uh, with some sanding you can clean it up it looks like I think you're getting the image ready there that's what mine turned out but if you do a bunch of elbow grease uh, sanding on this <laughs> oh wow it's all been pieced up so you yeah. printed it in the hole yeah so I grabbed the hole and then sliced off the top there so I can have support materials on it without having That's too much too many triangles to load Jeez. yeah let me hit this exit. is from Geoff and here you can see the whole model for that and that's a okay. job of modeling this guy up okay for Pride Month Glows, I printed mine in pink, and it has a pretty snug fit on a, I, don't, I have a pretty small head, so. Fits pretty nice. You look like Doom Guy. I like him right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I don't know, it's a really cool helmet. It's I cool really helmet. like how nice and smooth on it is on the inside. It has some like cushioning, or just the way that the, the geometry for yeah, this smooth. is. They did a good job of uh, having it nice and smooth in there, so it's pretty comfortable. Yeah, won't fit on the overhead, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good details. Yeah, yeah so uh, I don't know what other uh, like details you can add to it apart from having uh, some like, acrylic form on the, mm, uh, that'd be cool. the side here. for. And I think in the actual images too, there's like um, some... Uh, add-ons? Like okay. Yeah, like add-ons for the uh, little breathing things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But excellent uh, design there. Like I was saying, I'll, I should probably post the remix on uh, where I cut. If you go sure, to one yeah. of the overheads, you can see where I cut that off and just glued it on. Where am I? There I am. Yeah, just this There's part right here. Yeah. Tried to make it as seamless as I could right, with that little overhang there. And then you can see uh, some of the support material that fell off here from that little part there. And yeah, just a little bit of roughness on there, but you can definitely sand all that out and make it look nice and clean like that. Excellent little detail all around. And yeah, definitely support him on this Patreon. He did release this, I think, for free. And then, yeah, there's a lot of sand it would need to happen where I added mm -hmm. the support materials to the bottom here. You see this is where it was placed on the bed. And this is just so they can print upwards without having all the support material on the inside, because it is nice and smooth and all around on the inside. So pretty much printed upwards like that. I've seen a technique uh, lots of people using for helmets just printed upside down like that and then like remove the top and it was about 80 hours <laughs> for what? both parts yeah 80 hours for this whole thing well uh, it's funny about this one is that you printed it a month or two ago and it yeah. just kind of sat around until we can get to the hero shots of it yeah well, there was other things that came up too, so. But excellent little uh, print there. Little. Yeah, world changing <laughs> event happened, folks. <laughs> recommended. And that again is the Rogue One Death Trooper helmet. Yeah, we weren't able to name it Death Trooper because, you know, the word death, YouTube doesn't like that. So yeah. we figured to call it just Rogue One. And the pink filament that we're using is we actually stock in the shop. It is the uh, 285. Uh, pink filament from... Well, supplies last. Yeah, I think we, we have like uh, seven rolls left. Yeah. And it does an excellent job of uh, having that nice little shine on it. Not too much shine, but... Okay, let's see shine. I'll see it. It's nice. <laughs> okay. One last thing I want to uh, note. Um, shout out to uh, Dylan Hirata, who's on the Adafruit team now. Um, published uh, his first learn guide. It's an automatic bike light for Circuit Playground Express. So here's a photo of it. 
and it, it mounts to your, your standard uh, bicycle. It uses the Circuit Playground Express. Um, Blue Fruit. Blue Fruit and, or Express, it has both of them. Oh. Here's the Learn Guide, it was published yesterday. Um, and we just uploaded it on Thingiverse so folks can see it. But it uses the polycarbonate case, the transparent case that's uh, designed by Mike Dole. Uh, and uh, uses like a tripod screw, I believe, with this extra mounting bit. So we can uh, quickly look at the learn guide. Oh, look, he's got new photos on there. They look great. We actually oh, kind of want to do a video. We got a bike, and uh, we got a camera, and we got a circuit playground. So this looks great. Was this an M5 screw, or is it a tripod screw? Uh, it might be an M5, I think is what he was saying. The uh, standard is on bikes. There you go, quarter 20. Ah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, the, the blue fruit version's a lot better, apparently. But yeah, check that one out. Shout out to uh, Dylan. Cool. I think that's all the community makes, right? Yeah. There is a bunch more every 3D Thursday continues right. on. on the blog. There is a blog post every single hour that the team puts together, so you don't have to check those out. Uh, one of the things, a lot of the things we like to post on there is actual things you can print. Good ideas I get, um, you know, I'm buried under the rug. There's lots of really cool adapters and projects that uh, we like to highlight. Don't really like highlighting too many 3D printing stories since they're all the same thing over and over again. I like highlighting all of the things you can print right now. Cool. I'll try this out too. I'll get the code going and see how it's working. Yeah. Cool. Good project. Yeah, super cool. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and uh, start closing out the show. Thank you everybody for joining us. Don't forget tonight is a full hour of showing in talent. So if you'd like to share your project, what you're working on, or your workspace, uh, we'd love to see it. We'll be there. It happens every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube and beyond. Yep. You can get the invite link by going to the Discord server. That's where uh, Phil will paste the link to jump in and join. Um, and it's, I think the limit is 10 people, but folks jump out and uh, allowing other slots to, uh, to, for folks to come in. I think that's the, uh, the limit on StreamYard, which is the software that we're using, StreamYard. Okay, what else? We have uh, after show and tell is Ask an Engineer with Lamar, Lady Ada, and Mr. Lady Ada, Philip Tyrone. I believe tonight's episode will be the return to the office, so you definitely uh, want to check that out. Let me back in the Adafruit office. I think that's. I think that's sure? What, I think that's what Phil said. Don't hold Pager to it, because I don't remember hearing <laughs> I'm that. I'm pretty sure I heard him say that. Maybe I was wishful thinking, but yeah, Maybe, definitely yeah. tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Even if it's not them, uh, we'll have guests and other folks taking over. And yep. uh, definitely tune in for that. And then tomorrow, you can tune in with John Park on John Park's workshop every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Checking out uh, MakeCode. MakeCode Minutes, mm -hmm. um, and then also MakeCode Power Hours on Tuesdays yeah. at uh, 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. Mm -hmm. We need a, uh, let's see, that. Well, last time I tried question mark showtimes and it didn't work. Oh, it worked. There we, there we go. So if you go on the Discord and any of the channels, I, I suppose you can just type in question mark showtimes and you'll get a full breakdown of all the showtime slots here. Yes, we have a... Uh, John Park's workshop as well, uh, John's show and tell as well, yes. at 5.30 p.m. on Thursdays. And then we got a new one. We got a, a deep dive with Scott, yes. who's our lead uh, CircuitPython dev, every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Definitely want to tune in to that for any suggestions or any help on any of the drivers and 
Um, oh, so much stuff he's working on. <laughs> Can't even name it all. All right, well, thank you guys so much. We did it. We did another Yay. week. We're super happy to uh, to do the show with you folks. And, uh, you know, we'll do it uh, again tonight. We'll show this off again. <laughs> but right. until, yeah, I don't know how to Until then, it. remember to make, make a, a great, great day. day. See you time, folks. Bye, everybody.